It's Thursday, November 2nd, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Biden administration is preparing to hold a rare discussion with China on nuclear arms control as the U.S. seeks to head off a destabilizing three-way arms race with Beijing and Moscow. The meeting scheduled for Monday is the first such talks with Beijing since the Obama administration and will focus on ways to reduce the risk of miscalculation. The discussion doesn't signal the start of formal negotiations to set limits on each side's nuclear forces, as Washington has long done with Moscow. Instead, Monday's session will provide American officials with an opportunity to probe their Chinese counterparts about Beijing's nuclear doctrine and the ambitious buildup of its nuclear arsenal, which for decades has been much smaller than the U.S.'s and Russia's. In other news, teachers in Portland, Oregon went on strike Wednesday, prompting the district to close school for more than 45,000 students. The Portland Association of Teachers said it's the first time the union, representing more than 4,000 educators, has gone on strike. The union and Portland Public Schools have failed to agree on compensation, classroom size limits, and other issues in their latest contract negotiations. District officials have said the union's requests are not financially feasible, in part because state funding has not kept up with inflation. Portland Public Schools is one of the largest districts in the Pacific Northwest. It's unclear how long the strike, which affects 81 schools, will last. The Portland Association of Teachers said the strike is their last resort, and they said they will picket at schools across the district until PPS agrees to a fair contract. Around the world, foreign nationals and wounded Palestinians crossed into Egypt from Gaza on Wednesday, Egyptian and U.S. officials said, with more than 400 people, including some Americans, allowed to leave in a major diplomatic breakthrough. President Biden said he expected that more American citizens would be allowed to leave the embattled enclave over the coming days. The State Department said U.S. officials were in contact with about 400 Americans who wanted to leave. Egyptian officials said later Wednesday there were about 45 injured among those who crossed via Rafah. They also said 51 trucks bringing aid were going to Gaza. Back in the U.S., House lawmakers rejected an effort to expel Representative George Santos, who made a series of bold fabrications in running for office and faces federal fraud charges related to his 2022 campaign. The vote was 179 in favor of expulsion to 213 against, well short of the two-thirds threshold needed to remove a lawmaker from office. Nineteen lawmakers voted present. While Santos has been widely shunned in Congress, the effort has been seen as facing an uphill battle, with top Republicans not signaling their support and other members of both parties lukewarm about expelling him. Expelling Mr. Santos would cut into the Republicans' narrow 221 to 212 majority, and some lawmakers said any such move should wait until after his criminal case is resolved or the House Ethics Committee has completed its probe. The resolution to expel Santos was being led by five New York Republicans who said Santos's legal troubles have been a distraction and a political liability for the party. And... Toyota Motor is giving most of its U.S. auto factory workers a 9% pay bump and shortening the time it takes to reach the maximum pay, 
showing that the gains the United Auto Workers made in Detroit are rippling throughout the auto industry. Toyota, whose U.S. factories are not unionized, will increase pay for most assembly plant workers from $31.86 an hour to $34.80 an hour starting January 1st, a spokesman for the company said Wednesday. The company is also cutting in half the time it takes for hourly employees to reach maximum pay from eight years to four. The UAW had won a similar gain for its union-represented members and tentative agreements struck recently at General Motors, Ford Motor, and Stellantis. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.